It's Hella Black, episode 60. Probably the last episode of the new year. For sure the last episode, because I'm done. <laughs> he right. said, I'm going on break. <laughs> Away message on. Google Calendar off. I ain't doing shit. I think it's dope that um, I feel like anytime we get to, I guess, um, I don't know, if I, monumental or like some type of, yeah. We reach like, like a new height with the podcast or like episode 50 or something. There's always something special yeah. that happens. And I think it's dope that like for episode 60 or um, it's the last part of the year. Yeah, we over here. Patreon headquarters too. Rocking in this beautiful studio. Wow, shout out to Patreon. For Don't real, you for see real. this shit? Niggas moving on up. Uh-oh, is this the inclusion they warned us about? <laughs> oh, shit, y'all. It's coming. Niggas finna yeah. get comfortable. We finna make a, a, a complete haul. On the hella black brand. Y'all gonna see yeah. us next year talking about the power of the black vote, the power of the black dollar. Vote uh, for Obama. <laughs> the need for b- more black police officers. Black DAs. Uh, the reason why black folks are the main reason why we can't progress in this country. It's because we always killing each other. It's because we holding each other back. It's because we want to support each other's businesses. Picked ourselves up from our Tims. Always start boots on tight. <sighs> So when, when anything is achievable, when we start talking like that, just know that Patreon gave us the bag and we had no choice. <laughs> no. You know, I'm over here eating these dark chocolate covered pretzels. Bro, niggas is getting like that's what I'm about to tell y'all. Like, hey, like if you're not hip to this shit, it's so easy to get caught up in this shit, of uh, this illusion of inclusion, my nigga. Because like this nigga is drinking kombucha, eating chocolate covered pretzels. I just had chocolate covered almonds. I got a banana. Fucking a Gatorade. We in this nice ass studio. Like, bro, this is this how they get niggas. I'm telling you, they make you feel like (laughs) man. I got my tote bag next to me too. I'm rocking. I see what I see. I see why Jay Z be doing. You feel me? Like, nigga, imagine what he imagine what his shit looking like. Hey, I really think if we put our heads down and start getting on this liberal shit, man, we could be the next hell. Black gonna be the next Jay Z, and we gonna be invested in. Hey, these niggas keep giving us chocolate covered pretzels and kombucha. They got us. We're gonna be preaching that. My chocolate covered pretzels on my way to freedom, man. We're gonna be teaching that black liberal politics. Yeah, man. Hella black episode 60. Proud of us, bro. Yeah. It's been two years of like consistently recording. You know, we on Spotify now, too, man. We up here at Patreon doing a residency program. You know, we had a lot of live shows in the past year. We're gonna do, you know, more of a yearly wrap up in a second, but it's been definitely a, a good. Monumental year where I feel like we have the foundation set for our podcast. We have a clear vision of how we finna move forward, and shit is aligning. Yeah, the work that we're doing is paying off. Hey, I'm 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 super grateful of the experiences that we've been able to have via the podcast. Like when we started this shit in 2016 with 2017, I would have never thought that you know we'd be traveling the United States, fucking doing live shows. I would have never thought that we've had. That we would have built a community of supporters via Patreon, Twitter. Um, I wouldn't. I never saw that coming for us, just because the future was never in our heads when we thought about the podcast. It was literally. It, it was, was literally just in the now. Like, all right, let's make some shit shake. Let's make some accessible. Let's just. Let's education. just. Yeah. Like, let's, let's just tell this bottle of heme and let's get it cracking. Let's just speak real shit. That was the goal from the start, and for, to see it like pan out to be something where, like, you know, like we said, we're gonna do the year. We're gonna do the wrap up. But like you just said, you know. Having a fucking residency, um, yeah, I'm just I'm hella grateful for yeah. all that it's turned out to be. Definitely, and it's like sixty episodes in, and we still on the same radical black shit. You feel me? Yeah. We, our politics are growing and becoming more clear and more radical. They ain't becoming more liberal, you know. So I think that's something that I'm happy about. Was like we've done everything 
by being hella fucking authentic to who he, who he is as people. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And a lot of times the society pressures you to change, you know, to, you know, fit this white supremacist standard mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And I feel like we're just being ourselves, which yeah. is important in this, in this fucked up ass world, bro. It's easy to lose yourself. Yeah. You know? So shout out to all the people that support us in the most authentic authentic ways that allow for us to to do this work yeah, to be ourselves in the process shit we ain't held back without y'all you feel me otherwise we're just talking into a microphone for ourselves yeah. <laughs> so i appreciate everybody you feel me who's a patron anybody who's just spread the word about hello black told their partner told their friend told their auntie you feel me now people might think oh yeah we making it now or some shit but continue to tell your friend tell your partner <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell your auntie sure. you feel me tell your cousins tell your people about hella black because there's still a lot of people who need this good word yeah we got to combat the <laughs> bullshit that's out there for sure black joy you rocking with that black joy yeah are we gonna do this subscribe like oh, yeah. share you got it this time you really yeah, i don't know that shit <laughs> <laughs> go to like yeah. us on soundcloud <laughs> subscribe on patreon spotify see like I can't yeah, tap it with our spotify first and foremost you feel me we just got on there last episode so shout out to everybody who been listening on spotify you feel me run those numbers up follow us on spotify as well we on apple Podcasts. we on soundcloud you feel me if you want extended content tap in with our patreon shout out to all the patrons you feel me patreon.com slash hell black we got extended content and you know as we're gonna talk about a little more in a second we're in this patreon residency program so we're gonna have like, our Patreon is going to be popping 2020. You feel me? We just left a meeting talking about new content we're going to create, new tiers that we're going to yep. create, and it's just going to it's gonna be a, a dope space. You feel me? It's going to be a dope space for people who fuck with Hell Black to engage with us, and we're just going to have a lot more content. So, super juice for that shit. So, like, subscribe, and if you white, pay up. Don't consume our shit for free. Come on. Y'all got enough of our shit for free. Enough. Like, come on. Support us. Hellblackpod.com, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. In this thing, Black Joy. Black Joy. Black Joy, man. I had some Black Joy last night, man. Bust down on that crab. Shout out to Lay Chevelle, man. Yeah, I fucking love Lay Chevelle. That shit was fun, too. Um, should, we, should we start uh, with, because I put out a tweet and a few people, like yeah. two people responded, and then we got the Patreon, right? Yeah. So, so what we're going to do moving forward with Hella Black is we're going to try to make this a more communicative experience, especially when it comes to, you know, fucking sharing this black joy. Because, you know, we want to uplift y'all's joy and center y'all voices as well. Um, so before me and well, I think B shared his, before I get into mine, I'm going to share uh, Vincent Coleman there at, on Twitter, is at Vinny the Boo. They hella funny. <laughs> bro, Twitter really. Like, I guess Twitter names be like Vinny the Boo. This is hella. This is creative. It's funny as fuck. Um, well, they said that their uh, Black Joy over the last couple of days has been that Friday today finally came because they need a break from their day job. I feel you on that, my nigga. Hundred percent. A thousand percent. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoy your weekend, Vinny the Boo. Um, <laughs> you know whatever holidays you choose to celebrate. I hope. Uh, you have an amazing time and experience lots of love and even more joy. Um, and then we got Cochise. They're at is Cochise underscore web with two B's. Um, 
and they said their black joy was knowing that they're about to be off for a whole week and some change. Bruh. <laughs> Capitalism nigga. really got us all hey. fucked up. Oh, like, God. Niggas are just even happy to be off Even if you don't celebrate work. the holidays, bro, you like, bro, I don't got to <laughs> clock in, man. I ain't got to punch in no more, man. That's like sad. Week, man. It's Shit. funny and sad at the same time. Like, motherfuckers is just looking towards not having to fucking work. I feel that, my nigga. I feel that. I'm right there with you. So, yeah. Shout out to y'all and y'all black joy. For me, my black joy is uh, what I've stated this, I think, on the last two episodes. Excuse me. Of why I fuck with the holidays. Um, you know, a lot of my family going to be gathering Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I'm about to eat so much crab next week. Uh, so, yeah, just being inside, drinking with my great-grandmother, drinking with my grannies, my aunts, my cousins, you know, uh, seeing my niece, little brother, nephew opening their gifts. That's Yeah, I like that shit. It's always a chance to um, just build, spend some time with my family. Um, uh, you know, we spend so much time ripping and running, working. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's nice to just slow down and be around the people that I love and be reminded of why I love them. Facts. Like, that's the, I know... December 25th, like, a white man didn't really come down the chimney. <laughs> you feel yeah, me? Yeah. And it's like this very, it's turned into a very capitalist, <clears throat> materialistic-ass holiday. But I think those times where you can just slow down and kind of get reminded of, like, what's important in life. Yeah. You know? I think that's the the dopest part that I appreciate about the holidays. For sure. Yeah. So we got another Black Joy from one of our patrons, our patrons, uh, Brother Terrence. He said, I recently went shopping with a new African and Puerto Rican friend. I haven't been feeling good mentally and have honestly been depressed for a bit now. They were both really honest about how I've been and even stated that in older pictures of me, how they can tell that I felt totally different than in kind of my in kind of really make me look at myself and my body and how I've been really putting really putting taking care of myself, not at the top of the priority list. Needless to say, it brought me joy to do this reflection and I got some new quotes and confidence out of it. That's what's up. I'm I'm happy, Terrence. I'm happy that brought you some some peace and some joy being able to to reflect on Patreon. So appreciate you sharing. Every episode we're gonna try and engage with our patrons better, you feel me? So make sure you tap in with our Patreon as well. It's just people who's listening. So we're gonna put out ass, we're gonna put out requests like to just engage better with y'all. You feel me? Cause y'all y'all make hella black. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah, Terrence, keep your head up, my nigga. No better days ahead. And thank yeah. you for sharing. Appreciate, appreciate you. you. Ooh, black joy now that we got uh, we got that joy out the way. Yes, Lord. <laughs> What's popping, man? Hella black. Shout out to all the new patrons. Shit, we got some new patrons this month, man. Shout out to Laura. Shout out to Anon. You know, so you got to stay anonymous sometimes. <laughs> shout out to Malika. Shout out to Jasmine, Jesse, Emily, Cindy. I apologize if I mispronounce anybody's names. I'm like 99% sure that's Malika. Malika? No? I don't know. Uh, I know. I know what Malika you so know maybe Malika? It's, yeah, I know I'm Malika and it's spelled that way. All right. Maybe it's Malika. When you hear this, let us know if we was right or wrong. Yeah, yeah. Add us at Hell Black Pie. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to y'all for becoming patrons and supporting Hell of Black. Extended content, you know, you, you get something for your dollar too. So Facts. But yeah, I think Hell of Black we had a we had a pretty good year, bro. Yeah, and it's wild with anybody that like is consumed with so much work. 
I was talking I was talking about this with that nigga Coast when we were at Rolling Loud last week. I'm just like, all this shit is just going by so fucking fast. Like, nigga, we did. It's hard to like appreciate it sometimes too because we did going yeah. by so fucking fast. We as did well. Santa Barbara this year. Chicago. We did Chicago. We did Oakland. And LMU. No, LMU was that like was at 20 the 20 end of 2018. Okay. We did three live shows. We did that like five days in New York, doing like meetings and around podcasts and shit, and then. We did the Patreon residency, and that's just around Patreon, not to mention the different breakfast programs that we did. You know, it's just like... Different supporters and sponsors of the programs and growing the program. But this shit just been going by so fast, bro. And I thought LMU was this year, so that's how fast it's going. <laughs> that ain't telling. You feel me? And it's just important to have these moments um, where you sit back and reflect because it, it allows... I think when I sit back and I reflect... It definitely allows me to like sink back into that gratitude, um, because again, we just usually moving so fast, and it's always as a result of this capitalistic, high production society. It's always produce, produce, produce. You just move on to the next thing. Like nigga, (laughs) two years ago we started a podcast, and right now, we've we've literally built a whole community off this shit. Like that is a feat. That is important. And we have to we have to acknowledge that we gotta honor ourselves and all the folks that made this possible, mm-hmm. and that's what like and that's why I, I fuck with yeah. you know when the year ends because it's just a time to sit back and reflect and again fall fall deeply into that gratitude and appreciate yeah. you know all and you've I th- done. I think it's important to speak it out loud because I think sometimes both of us we can be like super humble about our accomplishments, but that also kind of can lead us to not actually celebrating ourselves and the shit we've done. Too. Pros and cons to that shit, you know, but. I don't know, man. I'm proud of, I'm proud of Hello Black. I'm proud of People's Breakfast Oakland, and just seeing the growth from where it started. Like I still remember, I think it was being off Ashby. He was like, "Hey, bro, I just went to New York, bro. We should start a podcast." Yeah. You know, and I think keeping those, those memories at the core of the shit and why we started. I think that shit's always important, especially as growth happens and not forgetting, you know, not the struggle of it, but like the beauty and how it was created. Yeah. And how people's breakfast was created and the successes of it, you feel me, and the community of people behind us. I think that's what makes it so saucy. It's like, yeah, it's Hello Black, yeah, it's PBO, and we get a lot of like credit, but it's a lot of people supporting us, you know, and a lot of people supporting the work that we do that gives us this p- platform. This is like a people's platform, in my opinion, because the people make this platform. Yeah, and everything we've done have has been, like, it's, it's allowed for – it's like it's creating actual spaces. You know what I'm saying? Like the live shows where you get students talking about this, the blackest shit we done had on campus and I'm a fifth year senior. You know what I'm saying? Or the live show at the New Parish where you get elders in there, you get kids, like actual, like, you know, kids in there. Yeah. Um, and that the New Parish is something like we said last year, like, hey, bro, we got to do a show at the New Parish. Yeah. And for those of you not, you know, from the Bay Area or familiar with Oakland, like the New Parish is, that's the spot to do a show at. It's historic. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... Like, my great auntie used to go there before it was called the New Parish and yeah. shit. Like, Niggas are just doing all these different... I don't know. It's, like, accomplishing these things, but then also it's, like, accomplishments and... Yeah. yeah I guess that's what it is. We're just accomplishing all these things, but, like, that's not at the root of it. The root of it is not, like, success. Like, that's not what drives me, but it's just, like, creating all these special moments in the, in the midst of it. In the midst of like accomplishing and reaching these new heights, we're creating all these special moments where I think it's just bigger than the actual podcast. Facts. And I for sure just want to like, 
I'm super grateful for that shit. I want to hold on to it because I think that's what really that's what, that's what's really important, right? Like sharing Thanks. these moments with the people that you care about, creating these moments for the people that you care about. That's yeah. that's what's important. I don't think when we first started Hello Black, I thought it would be like a vessel for community building and a vessel for just getting people together. Yeah, like I never thought that's what it would turn into. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's that's that's the shit I love about it. Like it's. It builds a dope space, an inclusive space, a radical space, a space for growth, space for learning, space for gratitude, a space to process and to help other people process, you know, as we're processing ourselves. So, shit, I appreciate everybody for fucking with us, man. I appreciate you, bro. Bro, yeah, same. I'm hella grateful. Like, I wish, like, if I could just see all the, everyone that's ever supported, that's ever listened, that's ever reposted, that's a patron, like, if y'all could feel the way that I feel, because of y'all support like i don't think like i i i'm finding trouble putting it into words because I, I yeah if you've ever uh, if you ever accomplished anything in this world um you know that it would not happen without people without people without support you know what i'm saying and i'm just grateful that people find our cause something that to get behind something to support most definitely too. We had that feature in PBS too. Shout out, shout out, Pen for writing that as well. And then we had uh, was Playboy was this year. Shout out Taylor. What else was this year? That was twenty eighteen. Playboy wasn't twenty eighteen. Yeah, I swear hell no. Nah. I looked that shit up because I was hell when nah. I was writing shit for that episode. Hell nah, well, nah, I, I doubt it. I, I, I'm telling you right I now. I got five not, on it, bro. I'm telling you right now. I got five. I know on that wasn't twenty eighteen, bro. That was twenty eighteen. Please God, I don't want to be I here swear. anymore. I swear. <laughs> fuck nigga that shit was 2018 Bro what the fuck <laughs> time, Oh time, shit bro. That's how you know niggas be fucking busy Niggas niggas oh have no concept of fucking time fuck with this <laughs> Take me out this time warp please Oh well yeah shit I guess so um, We was in PBS What else that was it Oh, the nineteen no seventeen sixteen nineteen project sixteen yeah the, 16, the New York Times sixteen yeah, nineteen project sixteen nineteen project shout out my nigga Eggpay for rocking with us from the beginning yeah. I mean that's what like the support shit like it's like people really fucking have supported us and that's that shit beautiful shit we had a uh, daily nexus to the UC Santa Barbara newspaper when we did a show there they did, they wrote a couple articles on us when we was down there so that was shit saucy saucy. We need some more features in 2020, though, so tap in if you're trying to write about yeah. us. <laughs> like, they cover all the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Or even if you ain't going to write about us, uh, ask us who y'all should write about. I'm a, I'll pass the mic shit. But stop covering that fuck shit. Stop covering that shit that align with this white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Cover that real shit, man. Come on. Well, These yeah. pretzels are hella good, bro. Yeah, that chocolate got me antsy though. <laughs> I don't fuck with that shit. Chocolate, from what I be hearing, like if you do with anxiety, you're not supposed to fuck with chocolate like that. For real? Yeah. When I was dealing with like anxiety related chest pains, Khadija was like, "You should stop fucking with chocolate. It induces that shit." Why do all the shit that I like cause me the most pain? I mean, mac life. and cheese, lactose intolerant. I hate it here. This shit is chocolate. More anxiety. I really hate it here. Like, and I just slammed hella chocolate pretzels. I remember chocolate covered almonds. My shit in here going <laughs> stupid. Sh- should we take a collective breath? <laughs> nah, I'm over that shit. What we on, man? We on your um presidential impeachment, man. Yeah, I heard, I heard Trump is <laughs> Trump got impeached. Yeah, I, I mean, I got, got impeached. 
Yeah, I got, I definitely got some some mixed feelings about it. I mean, you, like you said, it's it's political theater, you know. It's but I mean, he's not the first. If he is impeached, he's not the he's, he's not the first. He's not the first. You know what I'm saying? Bill and Clinton got impeached. But uh, it's definitely a, a testament to the current time that we that we live in. Um, with the bar is the floor for fucking fighting this white supremacist state. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas are so riled up and so excited about the potential of him being impeached when it's like, all right, don't let that distract you from the fact that the president still exists. <laughs> like, who cares if it's Donald Trump? Like, presidents are going to do what presidents are supposed to do, and that's uphold. White supremacy. Come on, my the nigga. The patriarchy. You and, feel me? Colonialism, imperialism. Obama was an imperialist. Obama was a colonialist. Obama was a white supremacist. If you look at the actions that he took, my thing is there's just there's so nothing. Like Obama to could have been fucking impeached for the shit he did. That nigga was a war criminal, but that's not an impeachable offense, right? So because that doesn't go that doesn't go against you know. that builds the state. You feel me? Yeah. It's, that's the American values. You feel me? So it's like Trump gets impeached, and he doesn't get impeached for. Sexual assault. He doesn't get impeached for separation of families at the border. Mm -hmm. He gets impeached for Ukraine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like this is this is what we were fighting for. This is why we said you know fuck Trump and dump Trump like for this. Yeah. So it's like oh now the Democrats want to act like they're on some moral high ground because they impeached him. It's like y'all are the opposite side of that same coin. But. It's apparently a win, but I mean, it's like a win that, for who? Though? That's what I'm that's saying. What I'm it's saying. a win for it's, it's a it's a it's a a moral win for the white and black elites. Like that's that's who that shit is. It's not a win for poor black folks. It's not a win for the most marginalized and oppressed people in this country. That was saying. And change. the victims of imperialism abroad, oh. you know. Man, congressional black caucus started singing "Wait in the Water" after that. It's all just false And like I seen some tweets Where it's like Alright we know this Don't mean nothing But let us enjoy something It's like enjoy what Like What do you enjoy Can we bro? stop enjoying These false And then I seen I seen someone talking about like Oh if you don't think This is good For this country Like Don't talk to me You're not I don't you know, think this country I don't think this country Is good So and like seen, nigga What the fuck are you I've seen black activists Say that shit like Don't talk to me About impeachment Like this shit is good and I'm like bro what For what who is it? For my who? nigga so now you have another, like a, a lot of black folks fuck with this that are like, are like a lot of a lot of black um, what influencers, a lot of black folks. I don't know what would you call them, like motherfuckers that like have like a platform. A lot of black folks with platforms that boot check nigga Twitter. Yeah, that claim <laughs> to have like a a radical politic. Fuck with this shit because now they can go continue to go on these fucking. An speak. They can write another book. They can you know do their threads. They can speak on this shit. But it's like my nigga, this shit, this impeachment is not going to do anything to change the material needs of the most oppressed and marginalized people in this world. Niggas getting book deals out of this shit for sure. All it's going to do is the put another impeachment of the worst president ever. All it's going to do is put another motherfucker in, in the seat that's going to continue to rain terror on black people. Right. Come on, my nigga, that's all it's going to do. And it's the Democrats had no intention of removing Donald Trump from office at all. And who are the, if they remove him from office, they're going to put Mike Pence in? <laughs> no so one should be. Like, the president should not exist. That's what folks have to. If you really are about freedom and liberation and protecting and uplifting black folks, you do not want the president to exist at all. At all. 
You don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's Obama, your your granny. You don't know about. It. You don't. You don't want the president to exist. Because every president is the head of a white supremacist empire. Every president today, they, they, the day they become a president, become a war criminal. And that's just, they become a colonialist. You feel me? Because that's the nature of this empire. I don't know. When shit like this happens, people always show like what side they own. And like people with true, that like really try to stay true to radical politics, always get made to look out like. Where the quote-unquote wild ones or like pessimists it's like no being a pessimist and being realistic are like two different things like how are you how can you claim to have a radical politic but you invest in your like you believe in that impeachment is going to lead to liberation bro i've I seen people really like post like they had a bar getting drinks and celebrating <laughs> like this shit is shit is so performative it's like, so oh, performative oh, i'm woke because i donald trump got impeached and it's this shit is not a win I just think it's important, like, if we actually are trying to, uh, I just think it's important that we be, like, we look at things for what they are. I mean, people don't necessarily want change. They want the status quo that benefits them, right? They don't, so they don't like a Donald Trump, but they'll love a Joe Biden. They'll love a a Bernie Sanders. They'll love a Elizabeth Warren. Because of what they represent, not what they do. They represent something, but what their actions lead to? Are the complete opposite of what they claim they want. Well, not even the complete opposite. Elizabeth Warren already came it's out like, and oh, said, "Proud capitalist." <laughs> pro, you know, I'm a I'm a capitalist through and through, or whatever the fuck she said. You know, what I'm saying like these niggas already. So, like, what are you actually falling in love with? Because their power, their actual, what they're saying is detrimental. And what they've done has been detrimental. So, what are you actually like rooting for? What are you aligning yourself with? And that's why I think it's important, you know, I think some people, if they don't follow me, they can take some of my tweets as, like, pro-Republican maybe because I'm like, nah, this shit is a scam. Like, the Democrats are just doing some political theater. But I talk about the Democrats because we can't go back to the Democrats. We can't put our fucking hope in the Democrats. The Democrats is trash just like the Republicans, you feel me? Like, we need to abolish these both of these parties. You know what I'm saying? And it's... That's what freedom is, you feel me, is abolishing these systems of oppression that work together to oppress our people. And I'm so tired of people just saying, electoral politics, electoral politics, we need to get Trump out of office. But what happens after the day Trump is out of office, quote unquote? Another president is there. So like, what does that work, into actually? This shit. You can't buy into it. Like, Don't buy into this shit. Don't get comfortable. It's not sweet for us. It never will be. It's not. There is no black liberation underneath the systems that were designed to oppress us. It's not about to happen. Like, stop. And it's just like, like, okay, find something else to go be happy about. Like, if people are, oh, we just need, like, we need this. Like, nah, it's other, sh- it's actual things that are happening in the in, in black communities that are actually aligned with the fight for liberation. You don't have to celebrate Trump's impeachment. Go fuck with your local organizer. That like, that's something to go celebrate, my nigga. Yeah. Like, people are, we need something to celebrate. Okay, it's a lot of shit out here to celebrate. Tap into your community. Come on. There's a lot of good things going on. Come on. We don't have to celebrate this shit, bro. This shit is lazy. And yeah. that's like and that's a symptom of white supremacy, bro. Like these bro, that lazy ass shit. We bro. expect these. Wanna be happy with, with crumbs, the bare minimum. Come on, my nigga. I wish I would. White supremacy. And I just I can't fuck with it. And I just my biggest issue is just seeing these big ass influencers or even black influencers who got these big Twitter following, you feel me? And then they pushing this liberal white supremacist rhetoric liberalism is a 
white radicals don't get big platforms. Ideology. Facts. Radicals don't get big platforms. So I think it it's important to call it out. But I think another thing that I'm seeing too around this is also how a lot of folks like white supremacy makes this political system very hard to understand too. Do they? So? I mean, well, I feel like, like can you get yeah, I feel like not defending people's fucked up liberalism. I'm, I'm saying more so around like impeachment. So like a lot of people didn't mm. know what impeachment actually meant. For sure. And then there's like a lot of shaming going on around that. Like, oh, you didn't fucking know this shit. Like, you know, just a lot of like shaming and not education a part, yeah. a part of that process. So I think that's something like. So maybe that's why. that's that, So that, yeah, that has to be said. That's definitely an element. As to why folks are so excited about impeachment because they don't know what it means. Yeah, people thought it was getting out of office. Or let's say it does. Or but then also this. At the same time, let's yeah. say it does mean what you think it means. Yeah. That's not you should not be happy about. Like oh, we're celebrating that because Mike Pence is next. But a lot of people don't realize that Mike Pence. Go fuck next. who next? We can we can flip a coin of who's next. Whoever landed that motherfucker is an Asian <laughs> or white supremacy. So yeah, you got a point. Right. But I think it makes it intentionally difficult to understand shit. You know, like a lot of people. One thousand percent impeachment was. Right, and then you have people shaming people. You know, I mean, we know how that how that go. Everybody know everything on Twitter. Everyone's an expert. Great thing about Twitter, everybody got a platform. Bad thing about Twitter, everybody got a platform. Not all y'all niggas deserve a platform. I used to fall into that shit, feeling like I got to know. Like at first, I felt like I mean, you should know something, but I used to feel ashamed that I didn't know everything. Like, man, fuck that. Some niggas too busy out here doing work to be doing all that shit. Yeah, but. Fuck Trump, fuck Obama, all presidents is evil, all presidents is literally agents of white supremacy. Facts. Bernie, if he gets elected, he's going to be an agent of white supremacy because he's the president of the United States of America, which is an imperialist empire that was built off the backs of enslaved Africans and the genocide of indigenous peoples. That's facts. You can't argue that. That's what this country is rooted in. So if you become a president... That's what you are. You're an enemy to the people. It's like if your ass fucking around and morph into a car, you are now a car. You're going to drive, nigga. You have wheels, so you're going to ride. You can no longer call yourself a human. <laughs> You've traded your soul for a Tesla. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> For that man. new Cybertruck. <laughs> Niggas really got to get hip to what's going on. Like, let's just, call, let's just call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? Let's just look at shit for what it is. That's all we got to do. Objectively, stop putting your own perspective narratives experiences onto shit like we could just look at it for what it actually is mm-hmm. i think people like to look at the leaves but don't like to look at the roots people don't yeah. like to look at the foundation of a tree you yeah. feel me and like why did this shit grow into what it is now or pick and choose the parts that align with what yeah, they want like, what oh, they okay. want things to be i like apple so i'm gonna take this apple off the tree but like oh <laughs> she's a woman so she you know, she aligns with this. It's like, okay, she's a woman and she fucks with this, 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 and that. And Bernie Sanders is going to be the first, you know, feminist president, someone said. Come on, that shit had me sick to my stomach. Sometimes I be wanting to get, I'm like, uh, I don't know everything, but I'm pretty sure this ain't right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty sure that's not how it works, my nigga. Ew, fuck. <sighs> but, yeah. That's something. Yeah. I don't know, just understanding, and, you know, I just came back from Alabama and I think, that trip for me was super like you know i consider myself to know a fair amount about racism a fair amount about the root of this country about history and shit but to be in the deep south to be in montgomery alabama and to 
literally a, to be at a city that was literally built off the enslavement of black people and the genocide of indigenous people and to see all the confederate monuments yeah. you know and to see like a whole city that was literally shaped off of slavery it's like how can you believe in this system when you know this system was built off of this it's different though like uh, it, sometimes it take like really stepping foot into that shit you know what i'm saying like reading about it in books watching movies about it whatever but it's gonna hit a lot different when you like yo this is exactly where they stood right. and then also when you can physically see like actually look around and see the effects like how it depleted this place you know what i'm saying like i said it's just yeah i'm already knowing and i was like i was getting sick looking at your shit like following your story and shit i'm like bro this shit got me hot nigga like shit got me hot like i'm I went from like I was going back and forth from angry to sad, angry to sad, angry bruh, to sad. Angry that's to how sad. I was. She was bruh, an emotional roller coaster, bruh. and I'm just looking at your story like. So nigga, imagine being bro like that shit was, like I'm in. Shout out to the Equal Justice Initiative. I went to the uh, National Memorial for Peace and Justice, which is the first memorial for victims of lynching, and then they also have a museum right in downtown Montgomery. So the first day, we went we went to the museum, and like instantly you just reminded. You feel me? You walk in and it's it's the first thing is about like the transatlantic slave trade, and like literally two million people was killed coming to this country, coming to America. Any other point, like two million people were killed, like that's that's a genocide. People don't want to call this shit a genocide, you know. And then, bro, I had this moment in the museum where I'm just walking around and shit, and I see this fucking white lady and she's smiling, bro. I was so fucking hot, bro. I just, like, bro, just seeing a white lady in their smile. Like, we in this fucking museum filled with trauma and you fucking smiling and shit. Like, this shit, <laughs> just really just so much fucking anger. But, like, seeing how, like, the museum makes a very good connection. Like, it connects all the dots. You know, like, how this country has gone from, you know, the genocide of indigenous people to the transatlantic slave trade to slavery, you feel me? And then, like, to lynchings and shit. Like, it showed how lynchings have evolved. So it was lynchings, and then lynchings, quote-unquote, stopped, and then they turned into the electric chair in, like, capital punishment and death row. So, like, seeing those very clear connections, you're like, bruh, reform. Like, this is what reform was. It went from lynchings to the electric chair. Reform is just a, a different way to get the same result. That's what people have, like, yet to... To realize. And people think automatically assume reform means good. No, reform means something got stronger and more institutionalized. You know, and then you look at... But we're going to get the same result. The same result is going to be enslavement and killing. Like, that's it's going to be the same right. result. And then you look at police killings, right? It's like, lynchings were public displays of fear. After they would lynch somebody, they would literally take photos and pass it around on postcards and pass it around on newspapers. You feel me? And then it's like, if you compare that to... Like this ain't Police. urban legend, my nigga. This is this is fact. Rough. This isn't urban legend. This isn't some yeah, you know they like no nigga, bro. And then you look at police killings, and you look at how Mike Brown was executed in the street, bro, with his hands up, and his body laid out for four and a half hours. Like that was a public lynching, doing the same exact thing. And then you see his body being spread on Twitter, just like a modern day postcard. So I was like looking at these things. And just seeing how white supremacy always morphs into something stronger. And then 
has so much propaganda around it too. It's like this shit is modern day lynchings and how shit is really just transformed. Like literally, you know, you went from slavery to convict leasing where you have little ass like boys, bro, building railroads, mm-hmm. picking cotton still. You got prisoners still to this day picking cotton and you have a governor's mansion on the site of the prison where the governor has literally prisoners working for him in his mansion. That's not like a plantation. Nigga, it's a whole ass plantation. Yeah. And it used to be on a plantation in Angola. Just seeing those dots, bro, that shit. That shit was nuts. And then being at the uh, the Lynchon Museum, that shit was just like very like somber and just cold, bro. And just like they have these big slabs of like concrete and they're hanging they're hanging in the museum, essentially. And they have each county where a person was lynched in. And then just like Going into it, I was like, I'm going to try to read every name just to honor everyone. You feel me? But it's just like 4,000 plus names. And it took me an hour to read like maybe 1,000. You know, and just like that was that was wild. And just seeing like last names of people, she was nuts. You know, like last names that you are familiar with. Like, oh, like someone in my family has that last name. Someone in my family has this Or a friend has this last name. Like that shit was just like very eye-opening. Even though I, I understand the history of lynchings, but to be in a place and just to see because it. Because it's... And it, to feel it. And, you know, like, you see this museum and then literally a block over is a monument of a, of a confederate, of a slave owner, and they just built that monument. Honoring. Monuments <laughs> honoring. are for honoring. We honoring. Like, we're... Like, you got to think about what that represents and what actions are attached to what that represents. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... 2018 and niggas is building confederate monuments they're honoring the folks that helped that helped build this nation on genocide and slavery and slavery and they still, honoring that they that's, still, that's 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 2019 america my nigga so i was like bro you cannot change the opinions of these crackers you can't change the fabric of them this was this is what what's inside of them. That's what this nation stands on, and it's so easy to get caught up in your everyday life and to get lost in these little these little dabs of I'm gonna say it again, bro, of inclusion, inclusion of yeah. making you feel like we're making progress. Because it is wild to come from literally being in Montgomery, Alabama, to be here, and you up and you up here recording your podcast. You know what I'm saying? In a in San Francisco, riding in a Ubers, studio yeah. that's probably half a million dollars. You feel me? <laughs> it's easy to get lost in that. I'm like, nah, nigga, it ain't. I'm telling you, it's not sweet, and it's never going to be sweet. It's not good for us. Yeah. And that's, and seeing how they maintain these memorials and just seeing, like, also, like, the role of white women, that shit is oftentimes very overlooked. Like, mm-hmm. They have this organization called the uh, the Daughters of the Confederacy. <laughs> I remember you posted, it was at, and it was, like, freshly planted. Freshly planted Confederate flags, bro. How can you, how can you... In Selma, Alabama, you feel me? The same bridge that Martin Luther King crossed. You feel me? This is the historical celebration of genocide. Like they said, they have a whole fucking, you know, memorial for the general who fought, you know, who fought to protect, quote unquote, Selma. To align yourself. And those are their heroes, bro. Like those are their fucking superheroes. To to align yourself, to align yourself with the Confederate is to align yourself again with the genocide and enslavement of black folks. That's what the Confederates stood for. That's what they fought for, to uphold genocide and slavery. 
And they still celebrate the fuck out of that. So it's like, and we were there for the bicentennial celebration of Alabama too, bro, which is like the 200-year celebration of the fucking state. Yeah. So that shit was just, it's frustrating. And then it's also like, it's kind of this feeling of like, you know, I was talking about a little bit yesterday, of like almost like helplessness in some way. Like being out there, you're seeing all this shit happen. There's nothing you can do about it in this moment. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, I cannot fight all these fucking people. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, I was literally at this restaurant, sitting down, eating a good-ass plate of food. That shit was hella good, bro. <laughs> Chicken was fired. And I'm with some of my work colleagues. We finished number of food. And this this man comes up to this lady, and he says, thank you, Mr. Sessions. It's wonderful to see you. It was Jeff Sessions' wife. And then I'm like, I look over, I'm like, oh, shit. That's Jeff Sessions. What are we sitting across from us? And he has like a security guard and shit with him and shit. I'm like, bruh, this dude has caused so much fucking terror for people. And he can just live such a fucking regular ass life. Like, go into a mom and pop type shop, have no one fucking bother him. Only have like one security guard with him. And just literally chill. Be chilling. You feel me? And it's like looking at the history of child. Look Look who he's terrorized. Bruh. And Alabama People specifically, that don't you feel me? So looking at the history of Alabama, and Alabama was a state where it was illegal to be a free black person, right? So you couldn't be free. And then, like, literally half of all people who was enslaved, they was split up from their family. Mm-hmm. So, like, the child separation. We talked about that at another on another Hellbuck episode. The separation of families and shit. Like, mm-hmm. the state was rooted in that separation of families, and then you have a person who's from this state doing that same child separation at the border. And I felt, bro, I felt like a sucker, bro. I didn't even go cat, bro. I was like, bro, I want to beat this nigga ass. But then it's like, all right, shit, if I, <laughs> if I draw him shit, I'm doing five to ten years. Or I might get killed. Or yeah, you lucky, if you lucky if you make it to the station. Keep it a band. Right. And it's like, bro, I felt like, and that that's where I felt like, fuck, like I claimed this radical shit and I seen this white supremacist and I didn't do shit. But then I'm like, fuck, I'm with two black women. If something happens you put to me, self, well, you put, I'm putting, you put them in danger. I'm putting them in danger, too. <laughs> But I was, that shit was just, that shit was wild to me. Because, like, you know, if he came out to Oakland or if he came out to San Francisco, there'd be mass protests and shit. But, like, he can live this regular-ass life in this white oasis because whiteness is an oasis where it's safe all the time to be a terrorist. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> that shit. That shit got me hot just thinking about that shit. Bro, I'm sick. I'm telling you, my nigga. <laughs> you, like, y'all could probably hear the anger in my yeah. voice, bro. Like, Man, and just seeing, like, going to, uh, like, Selma and walking across that bridge and just knowing, like, our people was, like, hung from that bridge, bro. You know, King Beat to death, nigga. Beaten. You know, John Lewis was beaten. On nonviolent protests. And these was the nonviolent ones. And then just to look at the how Selma has become, like, a ghost town, bro. Like, like we got to go at some point just to see it again, bro. It's like... It's like a ghost town, and it's a ghost town because of the terrorism that happened. And then you go to the hood over there, bro. The hood, I've never seen a hood like that before, ever. That shit was nuts. Like, and then going, you go five minutes across town to the white part, and it's just mansions. Like, it's never been so clear, like, the poverty line. You cross one street, and it's like mansions, bro. That shit. White people, obviously. Yeah. That shit is nuts. It just made me think about the privilege we have, like, living out here. Compared to there, because there's just so. you know, I was talking to one of my homies who's from there, and he said, "Bro, like I don't go back to Alabama, like there's nothing for me." And he's like, "I I can't go back there," and I'm like, 
going out there and seeing all the shit that happened, I'm like, okay, that makes I understand why. Yeah. Like I understand why so many of our, you feel me, family members who fled the fled south don't want to yeah. ever go back to the south. You know, and shit, shit just makes more sense. You know, like, like damn, I, I was never in their shoes. I could not imagine what it was like. Yeah. We were growing up with fucking public lynchings, you know, we had police killings, of course, but like, it, you know, it's different though. And that's how we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Just like, well, motherfuckers, like we on our ancestors. It's like, <sighs> nigga, you shit. have no clue what the fuck they've been through. You don't have the slightest fucking clue. And niggas didn't flee in cars, nigga. Niggas was like risking their lives. Niggas wasn't hopping on planes. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, niggas, niggas have no idea. That's why it's so disrespectful. I'm telling you, it's so disrespectful that we are not our ancestors. Shit. You niggas know what it's like to live in terror every day. Acts of terrorism. Not just like living with like anxiety, like, oh, something might happen. Like, nah, niggas, something's going to happen. Because your very existence is a problem for them. Your very existence. Sometimes I'm, I'm watching your shit, and I'm like, when I see those freshly um, planted flags, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you see it all the time on like Twitter and shit, motherfuckers telling me to go back to Africa or whatnot, calling niggas monkeys and shit like that. But then when you see like, nah, nigga, these ain't. Bots. These are these are real. People. Like they 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 put this shit and they go outside and they go and they college, reinforce it and they work in the Senate. They have the police. <laughs> they work at your shop. They waiters at the restaurant. You know and that shit. That shit is just wild and just seeing how, like this country was really built on fucking terrorism and it's continued to terrorizing people, and like. I met this dude, his name is uh, Contrail. He was 14 years old when he was locked up on a capital murder charge in, in Arkansas. 14 years old, sentenced to life without parole. Literally put in uh, solitary confinement in like a man's prison because the warden was afraid for his safety because he was a boy. And then um, the Equal Justice Initiative helped get him out of prison. He did 16 years. You feel me? So his whole childhood was robbed after after a murder he did not commit. You know, and what do we spend sixteen years of his of his life and like being able to talk with him and shit is just like he's like, bro, this shit. He's like, this system has to go. Fuck these Democrats. Fuck these Republicans. That's this what, shit. Like, how can like for me, it's like, how can I hear that story and then be like, we need to reform prisons. This shit has to go. And that's why I'm like, bro, you can't get comfortable in your experience, even if it's a hundred of us doing good, niggas, millions more. It's a million more, nigga. We are anomalies. Anomalies, bro. Stop projecting your experience onto people as the norm. It's not good out here. Niggas is not free. And it don't matter how, how well you integrate yourself into the system. It don't matter how much wealth you accumulate. This state will go above and beyond to keep black folks dead and enslaved. Above and beyond. They've proven it to us over centuries. For centuries, they've proven that to us. 16, 19, 400 years. Come on, bro. They've proven it to us, bro. It's like, it's not, it's, there's nothing you can do to protect yourself from this white supremacist state as long as it exists. Like, there's there's nothing you can do. There is no integration. There is no peace as long as this shit exists. And it's easy to get drunk off this inclusion shit, but I'd encourage people who believe in that shit, go take your ass to Montgomery, Alabama. Go visit the museum. Go visit both of the EJI museums and then talk to me. No way you leave that shit feeling like, ah, oh, you know what? We just gotta. We just need a few more black police officers. We just need more black billionaires. We just need to have more conversations with white people. Ain't no talking with them, bro. Bro, you can't. You can't negotiate with terrorists. Period. And white supremacy is terrorism. So. We gonna walk outside this Patreon door, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Snag us up. <laughs>
bro. Mm. I love it, bro, because it's like no matter where we go, bro, we talk that shit. Swear to God, it don't matter. It don't matter where we go. I got to end police terrorism shit on up in this motherfucker. Niggas don't know, nigga. We talking that shit. <laughs> Regardless, man. Did I talk about when I beat that white man up for calling me a nigger? Ooh, that's my twenty twenty wrap up. It. That's my twenty twenty wrap up. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's your moment of twenty twenty. That's your uh, your your uh, podcast wrap up page on Spotify Bro. is being a nigga ass. So if you want to get this extended, <laughs> <laughs> if you a Patreon, he might he might send you the the the, the official video. <laughs> nah, but I mean, cause I it crossed my mind when you talked about like being in the video. I mean, being in the same space with sessions, and you know, not being able to do nothing, cause you know, I was for those that don't know, I, I uh, stay in Berkeley. You know, Berkeley gets a lot of love for. Uh, Berkeley is literally named after a slave owner. Yeah, that that part. But they get a lot of love for being, you know, for one love type shit. But anyway, so that's just giving you, painting you a picture of the place that I live in. I was coming out, I was having breakfast like three Saturdays ago in my neighborhood. Nigga, like 9.30 in the morning. Finish breakfast, I'm walking home. And it's this white man, like on a fucking lime scooter. He for show a tech nigga or something like that. And I'm walking by and he like, didn't I just see you walk past me? I'm like, nah, bro, that's not me. Just keep it moving. He like, yeah, you know all you niggers look alike. I swear to God, I thought nigga I was being pranked. Like he was waiting for Ashton Kutcher to jump jump out. I I really thought I was being pranked because for one, there's no way the universe put me in a position where an unarmed white man called me a nigger around the corner from my house. There's no way. And you know what I'm like, there's no way the stars align that way. You in a historically back black neighborhood too. There's no way the stars align that way for me. <laughs> So, I say, what you say? I said, niggers, black people, y'all look alike. I wait a little bit, and I'm like, I start to walk away. Mind y'all, I, I broke my hand a couple months ago. My like, wrist and hand was fucked up. So, I'm like, I'm about to just walk away from this shit. Like, I can't re-injure my hand. And then, like, I had that thought that you just had. I'm like, bro, like, something just came over me. I'm like, bro, it's like... Think about all the time black folks been called nigger and couldn't do nothing. Like, just just think about all those moments, bro. And they had no choice but to walk away. Like, they had to walk away. It wasn't a choice. You had to walk away. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought about that, analyzed the situation. Like, I'm ready to die about this. Like, let's just say he got a gun or a knife. I'm ready to die about this. I'm ready to die about this shit. Went back. He didn't have either one of those things. I whooped his ass all up and down. San Pablo Boulevard. So no San Pablo app. <laughs> I whooped what? his ass. And it was for that reason right there, bro. Like for all the times that you For all the times, like I'm pretty sure my great grandfather got called a nigger. You feel me? In Texas. Pretty sure my great grandmother growing up in Port Arthur, Texas, got called a nigger. Couldn't do nothing about it. It's 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 in, in time right now, police officers calling motherfuckers niggers with their gun pointing at it, pointing at them. Motherfuckers is helpless. I'm I can't I'm not letting that slide. Anytime I can, anytime I can press that issue and defend myself against white terrorist violence, I'm on your ass. Period. I got to. For myself, for the motherfuckers after me and before me. Yeah. I mean that's I self to. that's self defense because being called a nigger is literally That's violence. violence. I didn't think about it like that. that like, shit, somebody like told me that was like, you know, we got you respond you responded to violence with violence. Like it is what it is. And I don't even I personally don't respond to violence with violence. I don't even consider that to be violent. Bro, in my opinion, like, that's even damn near like self-preservation. It's, bro, it's, it's affirming your humanity as a person if yeah. somebody is threatening you. And just think about the history of the word nigger. You feel me? Lynchings. 
bro. Like, how can I? How can I? How can I be talking slavery. about I'm a radical and I'm letting motherfuckers call me nigger and walk away? That's out. That's all the way out. And again, I was like, I was. You beat that nigga ass so bad. You had time to take your phone out and make bro. a video. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers was driving past, like honking at me. We in the middle of a busy ass street, and I brought it out because I realized, like, oh shit, if the police get called, I need to be able to document why. I was whooping his ass because it just looked like I'm out there in flip flops. You feel me? And I'm I'm whooping his like, bro. I'm beating the living shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just realizing like, oh shit! Like no one has any context as to why this is happening. It's just like a buff black nigga is beating up a white man, helping because he on the ground screaming with his hands up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, and also like not trying to glorify that shit, but like I was ready to die about mine. Like you got like I'm not recommending people just walk around. Punching white folks that disrespect you because you know motherfuckers be having guns, knives, whatever. But in that situation, like I wasn't gonna be able to look myself in the eye or come on this podcast or go into different communities and preach radical politics, knowing that I'm just letting shit like that slide. Yeah, I can't. And that was a feeling that I had. I'm like, bro, I feel like a sucker because I didn't do shit. Different, you know, context was context. different. It was just me. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't putting but nobody else I, at harm. I for sure understand that feeling. You feel like, me? This nigga ain't got no bodyguard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just me and him. Fuck it. I'm going I'm to take my chances. Yeah. How awkward would that be if that nigga worked at Patreon? <laughs> I'll whoop his ass again. Sort of God. <laughs> sort of God. I'll go out there whoop his ass again. Shout out to Patreon, dog. I fuck with y'all. Don't put me in Patreon, Joe. I mean, shit. You know that was violence, nigga. I don't give a fuck. It was. It was. Call me no fucking nigga. Don't pay for it. Period. Man, episode sixty-eight. Hell of black man. It's been a. It's been a good episode, bro. I'm gonna say this again for anybody that's listening. I really value and appreciate y'all support. Like, this would not be happening without y'all. And for anyone that's like donating money to our causes. Like PBO, y'all really are helping folks get their material needs met. For Patreon, through the money that y'all give me, I'm able to donate to GoFundMe's. Um, I'm able to buy lunch for the Black Student Unit at one of the schools I work for at least once a week. Like I'm really able to support my community via y'all's support. Um, So I'm like hella grateful, and I hope that through y'all's support, through Blake and I's own growth, like this shit can continue to grow and expand and we can continue to have positive impacts on people's lives via Hella Black. Yeah. Shit. I'll just retweet everything you said, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> very appreciative, you feel me, of the support, the love we get. And that shit, it shit means a lot. It means a lot because this work is not easy. I think people can glamorize the movement, glamorize, you know, the work. This shit, this shit isn't fun, <laughs> you know. But y'all make it, y'all make the work easier, and that support means a lot to us, man. So, appreciate you if you're a patron, man. If you're a patron, thank y'all for giving, giving money and getting content, and supporting Hell of Black and helping us grow. Cause, you know, since making a Patreon, our our podcast has grown hella. We've been able to have resources. You feel me? It's made an impact on our podcast to where we're able to buy flights to go to our show. You feel me? Because we get the money paid late, you know? So it's, y'all are allowing us to grow. So thank you to everybody who supported, regardless if you're not a patron or not. I feel like a lot of people support us, even if they ain't a patron. So any support. Any support. Retweet, is, listening. Is love, whatever. But if you white, pay the fuck up. Shit. Liking a fucking Instagram post, thank you. Yeah, share this shit. Share this shit for real. So what can niggas expect in 2020, man? We got some 
big things in store, man. Yeah. Um, really just hopefully I I was talking to um fuck, I was talking to Emily before this and we were talking about um Ain't that dope how people who work at Patreon are patrons of our shit? Yeah. That's kinda saucy. <laughs> we were talking about uh fucking like I'm like just thinking about what's next for us. Like, right, we're gonna do a live show in Oakland. But just trying to figure out what we're gonna do with it. Cause like each year we want it to be bigger and different and we in this weird space where like I don't know if we could do a thousand cap room, but I don't wanna do the new parish again, you know what I'm saying? So like just a little we just gonna be figuring out new ways to innovate. So, you know, more live shows. Um excuse me. We got a lot of dope shit coming on Patreon. Yeah, we've been doing this residency program and really learn so much. Learning hella shit. So it's gonna be like our Patreon finna be popping for real. So like even if it's a dollar patron, fuck with us, you feel me? And any but, ideas that y'all got for, yeah, like, let us know. new cool shit it. that we could be doing, we we open to it. Just, like, me and this nigga literally do this shit after work or before work, you know? And, like, now we, we trying to carve real time into our schedules as best we can to really put some more intention and thought, uh, time, energy, all that into the pod. So, yeah, 2020 is going to be dope for us. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to have some fire content, so make sure you – you fuck with us, rock with us, support us, man, and tweet about us. You know, spread the spread our episodes, man. Share the episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and uh, yeah, to tap into this next part of the episode, become a patron. Patreon.com/slash HellBlackPod. Shout out to all the patrons, man. Appreciate y'all for real. We got some dope shit in store for y'all. So Patreon.com/slash HellBlackPod. Get into this extended content.